Good morning, saints. Saints. Saints, lift your hands and tell the Lord thank you. Just do it while you're in your car. Just do it. Even if you, you know, whatever God you, so just tell him thank you. Tell that God thank you. Because saints, we back for episode two. Who would have thought that we would have made it this far? Like, pat yourself on the back. Give yourself a hand clap. And clap for me, because a bitch made it to episode two. If you listened to episode one, I told you I cussed, so you shouldn't have been offended when I said bitch. But saints, welcome back. My name is Dom. For the people that are just listening to this podcast for the first time, go listen to episode one. And this is episode two. This episode, me and my friend Jerome sit down and we talk about love, sex, and relationships and everything really in between. We go through some tweets that have started some major Twitter relationship debates. If y'all are not on Twitter, please get on because black Twitter is a hoot. Um, Finally, Jerome gives his insight on the dating game and what both men and women can do to kind of get in better relationships and what we're really looking for in potential partners. So that's Jerome's take. So it's going to be really good. Just just a word of caution for for those, uh, the super deep saints and my mama. Um, Jerome and I are, are intoxicated. Uh, we are intoxicated during this episode. Um, and we are doing our good cussing. Um, we are, we are cussing with boldness, boldness in the Lord. And we are talking about the sex. So if any of that, or if all of that is offensive, I think you should let this episode pass you by. Uh, just put it on pause now and just close the phone, close the laptop, whatever you're listening on, close the device, shut it down. Cause this is not the episode for you, but episode three, join us again. And the Lord will revive us again. But saints, I hope you enjoy this episode. Like, it's, it's, it's all a, a game. Like, everything is, what can I do to get the advantage? What can I do to be ahead? What can I do to be in control? What can I do to have everything, like, all that I actually want in this person? But, like, I don't know. Like, what can I, what can I do? What can I do to gain that control? It's, it's, all, it's all games and security. Mm-hmm. Games and security. How can I secure myself in the game but still play the game? Right. Like, I don't, I don't have to completely come out the game. I just still want to play this game. And we, we're blaming each other for doing the same thing. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's your fault, man. And it's like, no, that's your fault, women. Like, you do the same shit. And it's like, yo, y'all don't understand y'all saying the same thing. We all do the same shit. Mm. Mm. So let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like let, let's come to a, an agreement together. Like we're not we're at a point where we just fighting each other all the time. Especially like black men and women, we fight each other. Oh, okay. As, before, as, wait, as before our, we before we go there, let me let me introduce who is actually speaking. First of all, good morning, Saint. Good morning, Saint. Um, right now, thank you for turning in as well to episode two or tuning in or listening to episode two. Um, thank you for coming back again. I hope you continue to come back. Um, if you hear any noise in the background, just know that is my dryer because, (laughs) um, I was late doing some errands today. So just excuse if you hear like a loud beep or buzz or anything, it's perfectly fine. We're good. Now I may jump, I may cuss. Y'all just forgive me, but I have with me this evening, I've known him for now probably about 11 years. I actually met him on the first day of college. Like, Ah. not even like, oh, I met you when I seen you around campus. You was hanging around Walton or the quad (laughs) at Eastern. Um, You was hanging around McGinnis or something like that. Like, I seen you at 
Thirsty Thursday or something. It was like the first day, the orientation. I see him next to me or I hear someone mumbling like bullshit. I'm going to be doing a lot of cussing this episode saying if you don't want to listen to this one, I understand. Stop it right now. Just stop it right now. But I'm listening to this person say all this bullshit. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a Christian college. How could you be talking like this? And Jerome just didn't give a damn then. I don't think he started to give a damn. To, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's been 11 years. But this is my friend, my homie, Jerome Scott. Jerome is a talented actor, singer. Um, what else do you do, Jerome? Tell me, tell me, tell the people about yourself. I'm an actor, singer, uh, writer, uh, producer. Yeah, yeah, I, I do a, yeah. A, a, a little bit of everything. I'm a renaissance, renaissance nigga, as they would like to call me. Yes. Um, One of those renaissance niggas. I will say, excuse us, Saints. We are also, if you hear us slurring a little bit or, you know, we don't sound too on point, we are having some Jose Cuevo uh, <laughs> margaritas right now. And when I tell you, baby, <laughs> I felt my help. I'm about to get on the Oregon. So <laughs> tonight, tonight or right now, we're taping this tonight, but as you're listening to this, we're going to start talking about Love, sex, and relationships. And this this kind of, this idea kind of came to me, like, just to talk about this. And I know a lot of people have these conversations in their own silos and vacuums mm-hmm. and with their friends and in different online communities, different podcasts. Even churches, you'll hear this conversation um, going on. And I just don't think we are, it's not like we're reaching consensus, but you're not, we're not reaching understanding. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not, and I don't think any of us are asking for consensus. We're asking for understanding. Mm-hmm. And so we can start the conversation off with the, and we both are on Twitter. If you follow us, Jerome, <laughs> what's your, Jerome, what's your hand on Twitter? Uh, Mr. J Scott, Mr. J A Y S C O T T. It's crazy. I got on Twitter a long time. Yo, ago. but when we <laughs> when we're in college, basic. Um, and mine's <laughs> is at Dom underscore Devereaux or Dom Devereaux. Um, and we retweet each other, like have these conversations back, back and forth about relationships, sex and whatnot. And I said, just, let's just do this on the podcast. And so the last Twitter debacle that happened and one happens every day, there's always a conversation about dating and majority of the time, cause I'm, I follow black Twitter. Um, the majority of the time. It is only between black people. Yo. Only when people start using each other. It. Right, we be beating each other down. Black men and black women just be like going for the hand, like the juggler all the time. And so, like, um, the last time it happened, there was a there's a woman who calls herself a relationship guru. And Jerome, I think you're hearing this for the first time too, because you don't okay. know. Okay. Woman calls herself a relationship guru, um, and how she gets her clients um, match makes them or teaches them how to pursue um, wealthy men. Um, and she's not, you know, regardless of race, it's always wealthy men, but she works with a lot of black women. And so she said a comment or she wrote something out about um, the type of dates you go on are indicative of how a man is going to treat you. And so I don't have the original scenario, but I'm going to read 
Um, one of her tweets that were a follow up. Good morning again, girls. Just a reminder that he's not taking you out on actual dates because you because you're a part of a rotation. Ice cream, park, and whatever other weird stuff y'all are doing now. It's not because of bills or tuition. You are in a rotation. And so she basically was making fun of cheap dates or uh. um, what is known as cheap dates or pre-dates where guys, guys on Twitter have said or men on Twitter have said, um, I will take you to a, 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 you know, we can go for a walk in the park. You can come to the crib and watch Netflix. We'll go get some ice cream. And that will help me get to know you before I actually invite you out on a date where I spend money at a restaurant. And so she is saying in, to, in, in conversation with that or as a response to that, um, do not take these little cheap dates, ladies, because you are just a part of a rotation. He's fulfilling whatever need he has or what have you. Um, and you're being taken advantage of. Let him invest in you. If he wants to be with you, if he wants to spend time with you, let him invest. So, Jerome, you are caught up. What are your initial thoughts on, number one, let's, let's talk about the bare bones of it. Let's talk about these uh, cheap dates or pre-dates. <laughs> pre-dates. Let's talk funny. about pre-dates. And that's what they were called on social media, pre-dates. Let's talk about some pre-dates. All right, Jerome, go ahead. You know, like, the game is the, uh, dudes, we got to shut the fuck up. Because we be, all we do is telling ourselves, like, God damn! Like, keep that shit inside, y'all. Somebody. So doing that is a known thing. Game. That is a known thing. Niggas take women on pre dates. Okay, ahead. absolutely. Dudes will take a girl on a pre date, but it's also like, what is a pre date for her? So here's the thing: like, if you know it's a pre date, Drake's pre date. Oh my god! Okay. Will probably fly you out to like. Wherever. Mm-hmm. So now the standard is set for you where you're like, well, I have to go higher. Nothing less will do. I mean, but is the average girl getting flown out by Drake? No. Well, that is well, not happening. you're talking Drake. He, he might fly an average girl out. No, uh, but seriously. <laughs> seriously. The average woman is not getting flown out by Drake. True. That's not happening. Fair. fair. However, understanding that men, you know, have an idea of let's go on a pre-date. So, okay, we go on this pre-date, and what are you assessing so you can take me on a real date? What, what, is, what is helping me get to the next level? We're trying to see what, what, it, what is it about you that we like. That's what the pre-date is like. Initially, it's like, I like you. And then, like, the pre-date, what is it that I'm trying to, what, am I, what do I actually like about you? Boom, if we make that connection, then, like, we, we're moving towards something. Like, oh, we, we're... So compatible. why didn't you know this when you asked me out the first time? Why wasn't this because known? we're visual? So we like a lot oh, of don't it. give me that. No 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 no. Don't not. give me that bullshit. <laughs> Do not come in my house and give me. Let me light my incense, Jesus. Oh my God, like women. Oh my God, women just feel so much. We're not even looking. No at no no. We're see, not even. See, no. we're not visual. Listen listen listen. No listen listen. Here's my thing. We're all visual. Y'all just flicker about how y'all get y'alls. Like, we're all initially oh. like, oh, I want to, ooh. I, 
Oh, ah, ah, ah. Because you could walk in. Walk in. It's seven dudes in there. You can identify one of them that you can fuck. If I want to fuck any of them at all. No, but it's the idea that I know that one of them is going to want to fuck me. I'm sorry. I may be a cocky bitch, but I, when I walk in a room, I think every nigga in the room probably wants to see what's between my thighs. <laughs> that's just me. Um, and that's just how I feel about myself. And, yeah, and that's could, why I said you where... feel way different about yourself. But I, my thing, and I think, well, let's get back to the point. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, I think a pre-date, and we're not going to labor, we're not going to stay here. We're not going to labor on this. I just think a pre-date is a, like, that's a weak yes. excuse. Either you want to go out with me or you don't. If you don't want to go out with me, don't waste my time. Figure out a way to get to know me, whether it's you join some type of activity I'm doing or, like, I go to paint and traps. Oh, let me come to a trap and paint with you or whatever. Or oh, you I know, go you to know a, what the issue is? What? We outnumber y'all. Mm-hmm. No, no, y'all outnumber, outnumber us. Right, you got it wrong, yeah. Yeah, you we, right. We know we always gonna have an option. Mm-hmm. And something in our brain, and, and I, I, we was talking about this before the yeah. I'll tell you, like we can, we can reproduce anytime we want to. Mm-hmm. Like we we go to that. Y'all have a limited amount of time, and we know that. Mm-hmm. So and that's why like, y'all try to scare us with it online because the comeback always on Twitter is you're gonna be old alone and. With no kids, and that that, that it, it don't give a fuck about and being now, alone. It's the with no kids. It's like oh, now, you ain't gonna have nobody. What's shaking niggas up is women are saying that's what I want. I don't want to be lonely, but I can be alone with no kids and no man. That's mm-hmm. not scary to me no more. It's very hard to have a conversation. Like we can't talk to each other. We can only. We can only fight. That's the only way we can communicate now. And I think, and I don't think it's that way for, I'll say, I don't think that fighting is the way we're communicating. I think what has happened is, and I've said this to you before, especially now in 2019, Mm -hmm. marginalized communities, that means all people of color, Mm -hmm. um, LGBTQ queer folk, um, women, you know, poor folks. Shit is not happening. Like, shit is, is slowly, I'll say it's slowly changing. Mm-hmm. That's one of my neighbors, y'all. Please forgive him. I think he's a little off. Um, <laughs> I don't know what be going on over there half the time. I just be praying. <laughs> Lord, don't let it come to my house. Um, but I think things are slowly changing when it, when I look at the political spe- uh, spectrum and what questions they're asking political candidates, because marginalized communities and not all, don't get me wrong, but marginalized communities now are getting the mic to speak. Mm-hmm. The vulnerable are now having are now gaining a platform, especially thanks to things like social media and globalization. How that have what that means in the black community, especially with gender, women for the first time have an opportunity to speak. I'm not saying that, and I'm not saying that in a way to disregard the work of Black feminist icons, womanist icons. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that, but I'm saying, as a group, it's not the on, only the intellectuals. It's not only the academics, but Black women all over the world 
have an opportunity to speak, and now they're, they're telling men, black men, this is the shit you've been doing, and not just you, collectively as a group. This is the shit y'all been doing, but you are serving proxy for every black man or not every black man, but the black nigga shit that I've had to deal with for all these years. Mm-hmm. This is what you put me through, and this is what I've had to deal with, and this is what I won't tolerate so anymore. So at your male counterpart, you unload everything on them. I think we both unload. I, I, I absolutely do. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I was getting. Like, I don't think you just unload on like the, the, the back and forth of that, mm-hmm. that we have to go through in and out of relationships. When I get to you, and I feel like... You have to take all the shit. Yep. You got to go through every little piece. Every relationship that I went through, you got to get through it. Like, you got to pull through that relationship with me. Because we, we go, I'm going to drag you down. Oh, you didn't know I was insecure? I'm telling you the story of when I got insecure. I'm going to drag you through that. Oh, you didn't know that by that time I got cheated on? Oh, you ain't know that? Like, oh, oh. So I'm now I'm bringing out, I'm giving you everything I got. And y'all giving us every response that was ever created. And so this goes back to the post we were talking about yesterday. Dude says on his post, dude tells his girl, um, I'm lonely. And she says, stop acting like a bitch. Dude says, this is a post now. Oh, God. Uh, You know, I want to be with you. Girl says in response, I don't feel like it right now. I'm tired. Like, and I'm just generalizing what he said overall. Mm-hmm. And then he says, um, you know, I wanted you to come out with me, whatever. And you said, I'd rather stay in the house. Something of the sort. Then at the end, he says, I cheated and you got mad. And I was like, that took a turn. <laughs> like, uh, people bring baggage to relationships. I'm not a guru. Do not, do not have, do not take any advice from me about your love life. Cause bitch, if you knew, if you knew the type of shit that goes on in Dominique's world, so do not take, take, don't even take what I'm saying just as jokes. With a bunch of, with a bunch of salt, like, bunch of greens shit, of salt. Be salty, my nigga. Be salty. So. When you take all of that baggage that both parties have and you enter in you enter in something as stupid as cheating when you could just have, have just decided to exit the relationship. Now you brought another person in a relationship mm-hmm. who could have been an innocent bystander, maybe not have been. You bring another person to a relationship and they become this side piece when they're not getting the love and attention they want from you originally, you still love her. She don't love you like that or whatever the hell is going on. She don't know how to deal with men that are in love with her or mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to be loved. It's just a it's a cycle and it becomes, it's just... Because at every point, you you play each part. Right. right. You know what each other feels. Like right. You've been the side piece. Right. Like, you've been the main guy. You've been the person that was, you know, shut off and wouldn't let that other person get in. You've been that person. Like, you're... So, we're looking at each other like, ugh. So, question. And I'm going to answer... I I think to ask why do men cheat is... Is a... Is a stupid question. Because I think think you have to ask people why... I think the question is why do people cheat? 
And it changes with every person. True. It could be, you know, I wasn't fulfilled sexually. It could be, you know, I'm not in love with you anymore. It could be, I'm sorry it happened this one time. Um, it, it could be a host of things. But I do have to wonder why in that, especially in that scenario, why not leave? Why cheat? It's, it's complicated. Like... It's an attention-seeking behavior that's not well, healthy. Now. Well, yeah, you now you got the attention that you wanted. The attention that, instead of sitting I, your partner listen, down. The if easiest you are in thing love, to do. Yeah. The, you're right. The easiest thing to do is just have the conversation. But for some reason, we feel like, and this goes back to the competition thing. We got to get a leg up. We got to get a leg up. So we gotta. Because God knows, you know what I want to do, y'all. You know what I want to do? I really would just want to cut off every other nigga I'm talking to, talk to. And I told y'all this morning, um, this is going to be, you know, dated when y'all hear it. But I told y'all this morning that I am a fuck boy. <laughs> if you knew how many people text me good morning. <laughs> 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 Bitch. And it's like, I just want that one person. But will I cut everybody else off for that one? No. Bitch, let me tell you something. You ain't going to catch me slipping. No. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. If a woman ever tells you, I stopped talking to everybody. She lying? No, one time I wasn't lying. One time recently I wasn't lying. Oh, wow. I told you about that nigga. Oh, yeah, okay. I told you about that nigga. One time I wasn't lying. And... I was like, okay, this this is probably gonna work out. To that, to we had a a confrontation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn. But there was always some nigga saying, "Good morning, beautiful." Uh-huh. Like there is always that person, and I I want to get to a point to where I just drop all that shit and focus on one Fergus. Focus on one. What is the fuck is Fergus? Focus on one person mm-hmm. that likes me, loves me, wants to be with me, wants to get to know me. It's cute. We have great sexual chemistry. Um, you know, everything is large. You know, I'm, I'm trying to say it without saying it. <laughs> um, you know, I, I want that one person to experience all that with. But the risk of cutting everyone off when I don't We're know. We're scared. We're all scared and, and, and not talking about it. We're scared. We're so right. scared. Because right. what if it doesn't work? What if I do all this and I'm left with nothing? What if I give everything I have to somebody and I'm left with nothing? I have nothing left? That's going to destroy me. I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to hurt like that. I'm protecting myself. By putting this guard up, at, at, by presenting myself as I'm your option A, but I do have option B. I do like the We're going to talk about liking the wrong men. Mm-hmm. I said that too. Come on now. Before. Come on. And I and had women, to, men liking the wrong men. I'm just going to have to preach. And that's not meaning oh. that liking the wrong, like the term wrong means evil. Mm. Just meaning not compatible for you. Mm. <laughs> so I have a history. Of liking men Justify. that are not compatible with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, Jerome called me a hood booger the other day. 
am a hood bitch. You like you like that tension. I <laughs> love it. You so, love the tension. You my dad used to sing back in the day. My mama fell in love with him. <laughs> you know, so it's in my blood. You know, it's just you love the heat. Oh my god! You going? You going where? You going to bend the corners? Oh, can I come with you? Like that's my ratchet. Like, why do you want that? Like, like why ooh. do you want that life? It's just woo. You are better than that. Ooh, I am. I am. I am. God <laughs> but in your mind, it just. Oh, I love this little tense hood shit. Let's go to another tweet. <laughs> so this lady responds to the ice cream tweet. <laughs> you said ice cream treat. Huh? Ice cream treat, that shit is ice hilarious. Cream treat, yeah. As someone who has a working understanding of race and economics, y'all's dating conversations are high-key amusing. <laughs> As someone who understands love and intimacy, this makes me sad. As someone who values my sanity and peace of mind, of mine overall, I'm laughing with a bottle of wine from my couch. And I got exactly what she said because we do have these conversations. I don't think in the real world, but it's easy to do it behind a keyboard online or behind your phone mm-hmm. online, right? You can, because nobody's on the keyboard anymore. Everybody's on their phone. Like, we're always talking about who has this money, who has that money on social media, who got... And truly, black folks are at the bottom of the totem pole <laughs> when it comes to race and class in this yep, country. Yep, we right at the bottom of we every last one of them. We the least from white folks, Asian folks, I think we probably neck and neck with Latinos. Um, they gonna pass this. And indigenous is probably behind us. It's like... We can't afford to argue about money we don't have. <laughs> like, you yelling at her because she says she want her meal paid, and you call her a gold digger. You yelling at him because you says you want your bill paid, and you call him a broke nigga. It's like, how much do you, y'all probably, depending on what city and state you live in, you probably making only 60000 Like, Truth be told, sixty-five thousand probably be a, a bit much. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's truly what y'all are making, or what we are making. Not ex- even excluding myself and Jerome from the conversation. That's what we making right. at max. If you are making more than that, you are in the upper upper middle class. Yeah, you we were different level right. You there. are a different level than the rest of us. <laughs> you can afford to have that conversation because you probably had a pedigree to back you up. To have that type of conversation. Right. But me, a bitch from West Philly, I have no reason to be on somebody's internet, Beyonce's <laughs> internet, making up shit about this nigga need to be taking me out to knees. <laughs> bitch. We don't have a right bitch. to have here's this the thing. conversation. I can still know what I deserve. I can still know what I deserve, but I cannot create, um, I cannot create impossible scenarios for someone to jump hoops through. Yes. Like, I cannot yes. tell a man, yes. I want you to be 100% debt-free by the time we get married. And, and we are too professional. <laughs> Do you know what it you takes? You know exactly what it takes. from the hood to become professionals? And I got the degrees to back me up with what I'm doing? Like, neither one nigga, of us are in peak position right, right? now. And we don't nigga, have a right but wait, to argue. Nigga, and this nigga graduated from college, got two degrees too. Together, we probably got five hundred thousand dollars worth of loans. Right. Together. Like we broke, broke. We don't have the time to be having this conversation. He's Cliff Huxtable. 
was a doctor. Yes. Was Claire sitting at home? No. While this nigga was being an obstetrician? Her ass was a she lawyer. Was not being a fucking lawyer. <laughs> she, that is the only reason why their kids had shit. And their kids still went to public school. Right. <laughs> they still They struggling. still went to public school. Bitch, like, <laughs> don't tell me shit about see, what we should you be doing. See the, the levels that we play on? We play on a whole nother level right now. We we are below. We are behind. I'm telling y'all. Don't don't tell me what conversations we should be having. Only black folks that are in the (laughs) upper, upper, upper middle class and the 1% can afford to have these conversations. We need to be discussing, okay, what's your game plan for paying off your debt? Right. Like, and let's work together on that shit because I really yeah, think so, we could consolidate so what, some loans. So what, what, how do you, how, like, okay, what are ways that, how have you moved up your, your credit score? Uh, how have you been able to save with your job? What has been your financial history? Like, how have you been working to clean it up? Because truthfully, us motherfuckers graduate, if you around our age, you graduated from college right when the recession was trying to pick up. So there was no fucking jobs because the people that had no work while we was in fucking college yep. just got jobs. They got jobs. So we really just getting good jobs now, motherfuckers. Like, like, it took so long. We have no reason to talk about this bullshit. We like, gotta, here we are. We got to get motivated. Gotta make <laughs> we got to make six get motivated. And then him saying, well, <laughs> that bitch better not ask me we for shit. We make excuses not like, to do shit. What? Like, it don't make no fucking sense. Like, all right, somebody got to jump out the window on this one. Like, somebody has got to be like, all right, you know, fuck all of it. Forget it. No, forget all of it. Forget all of it. This is not important. Yo. How much I make is not important. All that matters is that I can make the bills. Right. I can, can you, meet you halfway. Can you pay for your shit now before <laughs> you even get together? Can you pay for your shit now? And it's can both you afford, of them. But wait, both of us. Can you afford that, your rent? A, can you afford your car? Can you afford your student loan payments? Uh, can you afford the bills that you have now? Because before I tie myself to you financially, because this is the class level I'm on. This is where I'm at. Before I connect myself with you financially, I need to know, can you take care of yourself? And are you saving up? Do you at least have... Fair- Wait, but do you at least have three months worth of savings stashed in your bank account? Now, I know that's hard for most of us because I said we just getting these jobs. But are we working towards that? That's what I need. I'm not asking you. You don't got to be making six, seven figures. If you are, I love you. If you, but you got, but here's, here's, here's my cat. Here's my pause. My Sila. Okay. You got to make the same amount as me. You got to make the same amount as me. You got to. Okay. You have to make the same amount as me. You cannot make less than me. Okay, so black male dynamics. You know, we, we're at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to financials. Like, we're, we're bringing in the least. You're bringing in the least, but you're making the most. You're making more than black women. Black men still earn, I don't know the percentage off the top of my head. Black men still earn a certain percentage more than women on the dollar. All right, so other tweet. <laughs> A gentleman said, listen, ladies, if you help the man level up, you can't be mad if he leaves you for the next woman. <laughs> the plan was to level up. He got you when you was when he was down. Why would he keep you? <laughs> but wait, but wait. What? I've heard men say this in real life. Who? 
I have heard men say this in real life. I don't know. That that makes absolutely zero sense. I mean, we see that dynamic, though, don't we? We see the NFL player change wives. We we see that. It, Yo, but that that doesn't necessarily mean that works. That's like a thing. I don't know what the fuck that is, and I don't know what the problem is. But we just think because we move up, we can't grow together. I have to, I've moved to a different class, so I have to leave you behind. No, like I don't know. It may be in like my if if I win, you coming with me? Because I can't trust anybody else at that other level. To think that a man would use me like that. But I know men that have said this. And not in a relationship with me, because I'm going to tell you something. Dominique, one thing Dominique C. Robinson Coleman has never done <laughs> is take care of a man. <laughs> I might have put your drawers in a load with mine because you said you needed a fresh pair of jaws because you was over my house. That's what I might have done. I, and I have made a plate because a bitch can cook. But have I gone out of my way to do dumb shit for niggas? Huh. <laughs> Define dumb shit. Giving money. Okay. Paying bills. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think I've ever had a woman doing bird shit like watching his kids and y'all not even really exclusively uh, together. I can see why he you you let him because you wanted him so bad. Mm-hmm. You let him use you as a doormat. And after he used you, he he moved on. And I'm not saying it's your fault. It's not your fault. But no, for the next time, don't let this shit happen again. Boss up and be the bad bitch you are. This one guy tweeted, fellas, send her a good morning text along with coffee or breakfast. Or then money tomorrow so she can start her workday off good. Stand out in a sea of what you're doing. Like, what are you doing, text? Mm-hmm. Some dude retweeted him and said, good idea, but if you ain't getting no pussy out of it, don't waste your time. <laughs> and see, this is why I tell them, oh, my, I'll never forget my daddy said that to me. He was driving down the street. He was downtown in Philly. Oh, he my God. He was to a material store, a store we material from. He said, all men want one thing, baby. They all want one thing. <laughs> and I was too little to understand what he meant. But I was like, they re- that is it. If you are not a potential... Like, really, I can name how many men I'm actually friends with that want to be my friend but don't want to fuck me. And I know every woman can. Because it's like, if there is no goal of getting the chance to fuck you... I'm woo shit. <laughs> I told you that was gonna happen. Then. Oh, <laughs> it's done. Yes, it is. Oh my god, men do not know how to have platonic relationships. Uh, uh, I think we can. Can you? I think we can. I think we can. I think I have a few. I'm thinking about fucking. Yes, I I do. No, then, no oral sex. I think no flirting. Okay. Friends. All right. Friends. <laughs> no flirting. Friends. Do you flirt oh. with your male friends? You flirt with your nigga friends? No. Now, no. Now, this is for this is a question for cis hetero men. Cis hetero men. You flirt with your nigga friends? Your boyfriends? <laughs> no. 
You even laughed when I called him your boyfriend. <laughs> you flirt with your, your men friends? Your men friends. Right. Like, do you flirt with them? No, you don't. As a cis hetero male, you don't flirt with them. So don't flirt with one of your cis hetero female friends or bisexual friends <coughs> or lesbian friends. Yeah, treat okay, her okay, like okay. You treat your other cis hetero male friends. It's always like a tinge of like. Without wanting to fuck her. And that is hard. Yeah. Because you do. Because men. Okay, so I'm thinking go about ahead, the, the women that I'm like, who I'm like, uh-huh. I can say, like, when I come around, like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's my own. I think, like, I'm really not going to, like, ever do anything with you. And then it's like this other tier of friend where it's like, yo, like, I don't know what it is, but we're going to flirt it out. Like, it's just a friend, like, you can't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what we have, what it is about us. We just like the, both men and women, like, we're like, we love the attention. Mm. Mm-hmm. We just love the attention. Like, we just love somebody, and it's crazy because how, of how we're in love with love. Mm. We want somebody we really do want that one somebody, but it's so difficult to settle down on that one somebody. It's like, oh, I just, but we love the attention of a bunch of people. But all mm-hmm. we're really craving is one person. That is true. We're craving that one person and we're using all of these people to collectively make up what you're missing in that person. So so what should we do? Should we begin to date only one person? That's going to sound real hotepy. <laughs> what you mean? Like, we should only date one. Well, it would be hotepy if it was like, oh, yeah, I can, I can date only thing that would make you. The <laughs> only thing that would make it hotepy is I, as a man, because I have the seed, I can date as many women as possible. But you cannot. But you as a woman. You cannot because you're a womb. Like, that would make it host. You can't let multiple people into your womb. Yeah, that, um, that's bullshit. I'm not getting on that. I'm just saying, like, maybe it is time that we just focus on something. Like, we got, it, we got too much going on. Too much matters. Too much more matters than this. Like, we, we got we to we gotta sit down. We got to get to something. Mm. Like, we have to get to something. <laughs> like, it's... It's too much. Like, it's, it's becoming unbearable. We're getting on each other's nerves. And I think what we're going to end up with is a, especially if people, if people live the lies that they preach on social media, mm-hmm. we're going to end up with a bunch of lonely, <laughs> Everybody going to be lonely and people. sad. Because like, we were too worried about getting played. We were too worried about this. We were too worried. We were too worried about so much stuff. That we were at the too root worried of it, so much stuff. we're so impacted by what we need to have and all these other things. And really, we need to be in tune with what we're really craving. And that's love and attention from really one person. And I get right. polyamory and all that other stuff. Now, I don't even get it there because it'll throw me off. 
Now, I do think we crave the attention and mm-hmm. crave the love of one person. Mm-hmm. And we're constantly trying to build the person. And we think we have found that person. They mm-hmm. may have 98%, but that 2% is a strong 2% of stuff that they don't have. But you're at 98 and it's like, I really want you to be 100 I want you to be 100%, so I have all this on the side to fill up that extra 2%. We're expecting them to be 100%, and we're fighting. And really, we have to get to the point. We have to get to the point where it's like 98% is good enough. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Like, I love you. I want to be with you. You are everything to me i think about you i care about you you are all i want that's all i want niggas think and niggas when i say niggas now i'm talking about all of this all of this this. of gender niggas ain't doing that because niggas is afraid to be hurt and i'll tell you this i'll tell you this it's hate and i only see one relationship like this or i won't say one i see two relationships like this and it's, but with a cis-hetero man, it's one. My cis-hetero friend and her man, like, they really express that shit to each other. And it's not normal. It don't feel right. But it's so right. Because it just don't <laughs> seem like our our age group knows how to, like, we know how to have sex. We know how to fuck. We don't know how to communicate. But we don't know how to express our feelings in an intimate way that we, brings closeness. We have fake that, or or closure. Realize how if you think about this, how many arguments have you gotten in that have actually never had a resolution? A lot. A bunch of arguments. Like you don't even come to the conclusion, and it's more like I don't feel like talking about this no more. It's over. Like right. whatever. Like we do whatever it is to shut it down. We don't talk that thing out that's what we're doing we're banging up against it's like i'm getting close to it man fuck it and it's like yo yo, yo, if you just go another step further all you need to do is go one step further and you will have it and y'all keep turning back Mm -hmm. at the same time like can you please Mm -mm -mm. just get it together you want that that 98 percent Mm-hmm. Is all you going to hammer through? You going to have to kick the rest. Saints. How y'all like that? I feel like somebody got some feedback. I feel deep down in my, my sanctified soul that somebody has some feedback for me. So get out your phone and get on Twitter. At Dom underscore Devereaux is my handle. For IG, it's the same thing, at Dom underscore Devereaux. And let me know what you think, Saints. Let me know how you're feeling. And then get on my Facebook, too, if we Facebook friends. And send me a text. Let me know how you feel, Saints. If you want to follow Mr. Jerome, his Twitter is at Mr. J. Scott. His Instagram is at Rome in a day. Please follow him. Look him up. Let him know if you think he trash, if you want to cancel him. Those are the things that he wanted to, you know, that's, that's his words, not mine. Don't, don't, don't feel no type of way about that saints, but saints, thank you for listening to episode two. I hope everybody has a blessed week. Good morning, saints. <laughs>